0: It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Living Your Purpose. It's a podcast with myself, Peter Nielsen, and my lovely wife, Joyce. How are you doing, honey?
0: I'm doing great. We opened our pool last weekend and (laughs) dusting the bike off, getting ready to actually get out on the trails. Now that, well, it's actually snowing right now outside, so it might be another day or two.
1: It is the end of April 2023, and in Michigan, it is actually (laughs) snowing, and there's smoke coming out of our pool, and our kids say, hey, Peter, what is that smoke? And I say, it's dollar bills just floating out. (laughs) It's crazy, but we will get to use it. Welcome, everybody, whether you're tuning in from the West Coast, the East Coast, whether it's my friends up in Canada, we're just super excited that you're joining us on a weekly basis. It's every Thursday, and here we are, just April is just racing by, and uh, we're in spring. And the next thing that we know is June will be right around the corner, and we will be in summer mode. And um, I always think about summer, June 21st, the longest day of sunlight. And it's a wonderful thing. But then every day after is 30 seconds less. So we end up starting to actually go closer to winter after we hit um, june 22nd and you know a lot of people say peter why are you so gloom and doom? <laughs> i'm just keeping it real so i'm enjoying every moment of every second and if you do have any questions and we have some beautiful questions today from many of you from all over the country just remember to go to peter at com, drop us an email go to our website at com, social media peter and Nielsen. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And you can catch our podcast every week on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, social media, um, blog, talk, radio, um, rss.com. I mean, put it this way. If you can't find it, you don't want to listen to it. (laughs) It's that simple. But we have, you know, I believe, and I wanted to do this because I've done this on my television show, and I think that it's so cool because I've been getting a lot of questions. Um, just spring into fitness. Many of us have spent the whole winter wearing our winter coat literally and figuratively because we've gained a few, or maybe for some, a dozen pounds. Over this hard winter. So I just want to help each and every one of you think out of the box and get in shape. Because as the weather gets warmer, most of us wear less clothes, short sleeves, dresses, bikinis, you name it. And if you really don't want to shock yourself and enjoy how you look when you look at yourself in the mirror, (laughs) I think this podcast This episode is going to be great for you. So what do we have this week?
0: Uh Well, like you said, now that it's going to be summer, it's showing a little bit more, and it's all about the legs.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny. Um, I used to write for Self Magazine, Muscle and Fitness, as a contributing writer and editor. And um, we did a survey in three different, in Shape Magazine, in... um, Self, muscle, and fitness. What are the top three body parts that people want to improve the most? Coming in at number third was the triceps, the back part of the arm, two thirds of the arm. And I always say, you know, a lot of women will write me and say, I want to get rid of these bat wings (laughs) that are just shaking in the breeze. And then coming in at a Um, A close second is, believe it or not, your abdominal muscles. Everybody wants a six-pack. What we don't realize is that everyone's born by a God-given six-pack, but because of our gluttonous of eating too much at the breakfast, lunch, and dinner table, many of us haven't seen our six-pack for decades. And then coming in At number one, the body part that people want to most improve, yes, it is the junk in the trunk. It is the lower extremities, the legs, the glutes, the butt, the hamstring, the cellulose, the cellulite, cheese-looking stuff that is sometimes on people's legs. But we want to help you get in better shape. Now, you don't have, baby. I mean, we don't have any cellulite, do we?
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, honey. Let's keep it real. Everybody does.
1: <laughs> well, speak <same> for yourself.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, I think you look. I think you look we amazing. All got a little bit. <laughs> I think you look amazing
1: in the light, in the dark. I think you look just spectacular. Well, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I know you have some questions. And all kidding aside, the legs are very important to train. And many men you'll see with amazing guns, biceps, triceps, but they're walking on toothpicks. And what medical science has said, and what I want to just reiterate, is that for men or women that want to build a very symmetrical body, if you limit you're training, and you don't train your legs, you're going to stunt the growth potential to your upper body. I'll say that again. If all you're doing is training your upper body, you're you're not going to hit the mark. You're not going to release natural growth hormones in your body. And it's released when you're training big body parts like your legs. So for people out there that want to lose facilitate excess body fat understand that muscle the more muscle you have the more of a fat burning furnace you have so muscle burns twice the amount of fat as as um, um as fat does muscle burns twice the amount of fat as muscle does as fat does so what you need to do is you need to make sure that you have lean tissue in your lower extremities So that your basal metabolic rate is going to be quicker. And again, I'll just say it one time because I I said it incorrectly, is that the more muscle you have in your lower extremities, in your legs, the more your basal metabolic rate, the amount of calories that you burn in a 24 hour period of time is going to be greater. So for people that are just training their upper body, they're stunting not only the growth of their upper body and their lower body, but also they're lowering their basal metabolic rate because they're jipping themselves out of that hard-earned muscle with legs. Besides you speeding your metabolism, having more strength to pick things up or to walk or get off of things, um, a, a good pair of legs look attractive when they have definition. When you can see the separation of your glutes, your hamstrings, the back part of the leg, the front part of the leg, the quadriceps, four muscles in the front, your calves, uh, the lower parts of your leg, it's very um, appealing when it's symmetrically aligned.
0: Now, wasn't that one of the things that when you won your titles that you, that you were...
1: Um, I won best body part. In? Yeah, best I won body be- part. When you, when you win a Mr. America um, years ago, and even currently, or a Mr. World, uh, or a Mr. Universe, and I've won all of them, um, and I say that with humility, um, you also could win Best Poser, um, which I have. You can win Best Legs, which I have, um, and it's just, it's significant because... If you win the overall title and you can win best poser, best legs, best abs, it's saying a lot. So if you want to enhance your potential, train your legs. If you want to be stronger, if you want to walk further, if you want to jump higher, if you want to play basketball, soccer, um, hockey, football, you need strong legs if you want to be in a beautiful summer uh, miniskirt or summer dress, you want to have a really great pair of defined legs. Um, it's It's just part of life. And I say this again with such truth. God would have never, God made us in his likeness. God would have never sculpted us to such a Michelangelo masterpiece if he didn't want to see abdominal muscles protruding without fat in a beautiful symmetrical way with a V-shape and a great, you know, pair of pecs, chest, pectoral muscles, shoulders that are separated by your arms, your legs that separate the front and the back. It's really, really important in I can say this until the cows jump over the moon. You can work out until you're blue in the face and diddly is going to happen if you don't have discipline at the breakfast, lunch, and dinner table. (laughs) And you know it. You're such a great cook and you feed us so well. But, you know, if if you're eating garbage, um, you're going to just be putting fat over muscle.
0: Yeah, and it's so important just to, to train yourself, and like you were saying, especially your legs, as you're getting older and you're less mobile and less you're regimented and you, and you keep that strength underneath you to keep you walking. Or
1: do You know what keeps people in hospitals? And what Joyce just said is spot on. If someone breaks their hip, um, if someone breaks their leg, um, if they're not training their legs and they haven't, they're going to be staying in that hospital longer. Great example. My grandmother lived to 94. Um, my Danish grandmother, I called her bestemore. Bestemor means grandma in Danish. My father's mother. She was the picture of health. She used to take the N train in Brooklyn, New York to Manhattan to get her hair done every single week. And she was always dressed and just really loved life. She got up on a stool to put some dishes away and glasses away in her cupboard. And she slipped. She broke her hip. And the point is, is that she never made it out of the hospital. Because when you break a leg, a hip, a knee, there's a good chance because there's so much blood flow that you could get a blood clot. She literally got a blood clot. And how she passed was that she ended up getting a stroke from that blood clot because that blood clot then went to her brain. My point is is that the stronger you are with your legs, the better potential you have to live longer. And the simple things as you get older, as Joyce just said, getting out of a bathtub... Getting off of the toilet, getting out of a car,
0: playing with your grandkids, playing with your
1: grandkids. I mean, putting a step, you know, to get out of your car and, and to step up on a curb. These are simple things, but if you don't have strength or mobility in your lower extremities, game over. So, what are some of these questions that we have? Let's
0: see, we have Felicia from Kansas City. And she would like to know what the best exercises for a woman to do that isn't getting build a big, bulky-style physique.
1: In yeah. Place. You know, and great question, and um, hello to you, Felicia. I was in Kansas City, I think, about a year ago. We've been, I've been traveling so much. But Kansas City was great. A lot of wonderful people there. The hospitality was wonderful. But... um Great question. I think the first thing you need to do is to look at your physique in the mirror. And a great example is a woman, um, speaking to the women out there now, if you're like, you know, under 5'2", and you have some thickness in your butt or in your your thighs, if you do the wrong exercises, you're going to look like a fire heart high You're going to just look very bulky. You're going to actually look shorter. I've had people come into my health clubs over the last, you know, three decades, and they were women on the short side, um, and they wanted to elongate their their legs. So there are certain exercises that can make someone that's five foot or five two look five six. And I'm going to go over those exercises right now. The first thing you want to do is make sure that you're doing, say, 12 to 15 repetitions. So if you're doing higher repetitions, your your, your goal is to build more tone to facilitate burn excess body fat. You want to train lighter but with more intensity so you can superset, combine two exercises back to back, with little to no rest. Great exercises. As long as you have no um, knee restrictions. A walking lunge. Wow. You don't even need weight. You could just use your body weight. And Joyce and I do this. Um, and she uses some weight. I use some light weight. And your shoulders are back. Your chest's out. Your knee never goes past your your toe. So you don't injure the joint. And the next day, when you're doing walking lunges, even if you're doing it from one room to the next and then back, um, and you're doing probably about 20 to 30 repetitions per set, um, the next day, Joyce and I, we feel sore. (laughs) I'm like... Two days later. Right, I'm like, whoa! And what she just said, I feel it the next day, she feels it two days later. The more conditioned you are, the more quickly you will feel that soreness. When I was training and I was younger and my recovery was better, if I trained at six in the morning and did legs, by six at night having dinner, my legs were on fire. I mean, I really felt the soreness. Now it takes me 24 hours to recover. And for beginners, for people that or not working out on a regular basis or don't have two years worth of experience under their belt. A lot of times they'll get sore two days later. They'll be like the next day, hey babe, how's 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 your legs? Honey, you gotta you gotta do that harder. I don't feel anything. And I'm saying to myself, wait until tomorrow <laughs> and then tomorrow comes and she's like whoa I feel my thighs I feel my glutes so recovery is important but walking lunges are great for your glutes the back part of your legs your hamstrings another great exercise um, is a one-legged a one-legged squat or a one-legged lunge where you're basically putting you're standing about maybe Two and a half to three feet, according to your height, away from a bench, a chair. You're putting the other leg on top of that chair or bench. Hands are on your side, shoulders back, chest out. Blow out on exertion on the way up. You're coming down, parallel with your thigh to the floor. And you're coming up. Don't lock out. Blow out on exertion. Do 15 repetitions on one side, then do the other side. Awesome, awesome um, exercise, um, and I'll I'll put a video on my social media so that you'll see that in the in the days to come. But those are great exercises that are pretty awesome for someone that doesn't want to, you know, bulk their legs. Even leg kickbacks when you're on all fours and you're using, say, a ankle weight. Of two to five pounds, and you're kicking it out fifteen times, squeezing the glute on the on the way up, coming back, bringing your knee almost into your chest, um, and you're in this kind of like, you know, you're you're on all fours on your knees, and your knees are coming into your chest, and then you're coming out with the leg fully extended, all the way up to your you know, where you're tightening your glute. And you do 15 on one side, 15 on the other side.
0: Your lovely wife, Joyce, has a question for you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She wants to know, I want to know. Um, So as far as adding cardio for shaping your legs, because some people are runners, or, um, as I was saying, you know, we're about to start doing the trails again for biking. You mentioned things as far as is weight training and strength training and weightlifting, lifting, etc. But what about what's the best cardio?
1: Great, great question. We have the equipment right here. If you want to have a license that you would need to go outside because your glutes are in such great shape with your hamstrings, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be on a stepper. A right. stepper is, yeah. is a killer. Now, if you're on a beta blocker or a calcium channel blocker, you've got to be careful. Talk with your cardiologist. Establish where your training heart rate is because a stepper will elevate your blood pressure very quickly. But a stepper is even better than an elliptical range of motion because it's putting height in the steps, specifically isolating, focusing on your quads, and your glutes. It's amazing. If if I had to just do one exercise to do cardio and legs, it would be a stepper. Or it would be running up hills.
0: What if you didn't have a stepper? What about stairs?
1: Stairs are great. And another thing that I would recommend, you're you're so smart today, honey. You're smart every day, but you're so <laughs> on it. I have
0: my moment You're so
1: on it. Ooh, <laughs> I just want to kiss her. I will in a moment, Um, but you want to wear, get a vest, get a 50 pound weighted vest that comes in two and a half pound increments. They're little, they look like little, well they are, little steel um, rectangle pieces of metal that slip into their compartment. So you could literally start with two and a half pounds up to 50 pounds and it goes on like a vest. It has a Velcro where you keep it tight, you can climb. I, I like to climb up hills with it or walk with it. Uh, climb up stairs would be amazing. Um, it probably would be actually better than even um, a stepper.
0: What about footwear, shoes, while you're doing leg exercises?
1: Great question. Um, and probably one of the most important pieces of equipment that you're gonna to need to do legs or walking or jogging or running is the shoes that you wear. So I'm gonna put it into like three different compartments, um, categories. If you're walking or running, you wanna get a walking or running shoe that's got more um, shock absorption. It has more pliability, more flexibility. You could bend the shoe. And then you have your cross trainer cross trainer is harder to bend it's got more stability it's 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 harder to bend by far and it's great to work out with weights or get on say a stepper or an elliptical machine then you have your basketball high top which is great for um protecting your ankle from rolling um whether it's in things like basketball and different sports so those are the three categories, but make sure you, you change your footwear every 500 miles um, you know, of use. It's so important. And also make sure you're wearing socks, um, good socks that are cushioned. And I get cushioned socks in the heel um, and in the toes, and it makes all the difference in the world, even if... You have an older pair of sneakers; it's going to help.
0: Yeah, I noticed on the stair stepper we have here. Even for uh, the kids, we have an extra pair of tennis shoes just for the gym area because after a couple times, it does start to hurt the bottom of your feet. If you have an at-home gym and you just have on a pair of like slippers or socks or something, you're like, "Oh, I'm just going to do this," but it catches. What up another to
1: you. great <laughs> so, point! I yeah. literally went to a podiatrist. A foot doctor going back years ago because I had a cream color carpet at one of my homes didn't want to get it dirty so I would literally just work out on my recumbent bicycle in my socks wrong 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 so it's very very important to make sure that you get that done um, so Let's go to our next question.
0: Yeah, Bill from Plymouth, Michigan, right around the corner. (laughs) He has bad knees. He wants to know what exercises he can do and what exercises that you should avoid.
1: Great question. And um, Bill from Plymouth. Plymouth is where we go to church, Northridge. Mm -hmm. Bad knees. You don't want to do squats. You can do wall squats with a fit ball at three quarters of a range of motion or half range of motion. Um, You don't want to do leg extensions on a leg extension machine because you could end up hurting your knee at this point. You want to do a wall squat with a fit ball. They come in 55, 65 or 75 centimeters. Um, Amazingly great questions, um, but we really, really need to train our legs to enhance our whole body. If people want to, you know, connect with us, where would they do so?
0: Oh, if they have any more questions, you can connect with us on social media at Peter and Nielsen, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at Peter at PeterNielsen.com. And, yeah, just send us anything that you have.
1: Well, I want to thank you, Joyce, and um, I want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Great, great, uh, great, great um, uh, topic because legs are so vitally important. And um, if you have any more questions, just email us at peter at peternielsen.com. And we just love each and every one of you. We've been enjoying this tremendously. So God bless to each and every one of you. And the most important thing is that you truly do live your purposeful life. That's what life is all about. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is not something that you could do over again. So be that best version of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And it really starts from that spiritual fitness, but also you need to have endurance. You need to have strength. So take care of the one model year that God has given you, your temple. And again, I thank you for joining us today on Living Your Purpose with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. God bless each and every one of you.